Hello, hello. Today's podcast episode is a special one. We did this as a live Instagram streaming on the six habits that you need to help you grow your income to whatever that next level is for you. I hope you enjoy. We had a lot of fun and thank you for listening to the Jolly Good Day Show. So before we dive into this, here's what I want to start with. I'm assuming that all of you watching, listening would like to make more money, correct? If so, here's the shift that I want us to start with. And it's this, is that I want you to think of and know that money is a feminine energy. And when I first read that in a book, few years ago, my mind was blown because for so long I had been approaching money with this masculine, forceful, work hard energy. And when the author said, money is a feminine energy, I was like, like what? We get to approach it with this like softness, this gentleness, this love, this tenderness instead of force. And that changed a whole lot for me. So let's approach these steps with the feminine energy in mind. And in growing your money, you wanna think of it as a feminine energy, all right? Second thing I wanna preface this with is, and I shared this in an Instagram post yesterday, which is abundance is not an end goal, it's the starting point. So with any habits that you have, if if you're doing them from the intention of, God, I don't have what I want and this isn't working and I need to get it. And if you're doing it from that, you're always reinforcing the lack. You're reinforcing the space between you and the thing, right? And so if we want more abundance and in particular financial abundance and we're in this chasing mode, we're always gonna feel separate from it. So I know some of you out there, and I know I've experienced this myself lately, I just put 20% down on a home and on another home that we have, we're doing renovations, which are costing tens of thousands. So I'm with you if money is like, whoo, like a lot of it's been going out lately. So I'm with you there. Um, So I caught myself getting into the, oh my God, I gotta go get like, you know, like chase the money. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Abundance is the starting point, not the end goal. All of you watching, listening right now have abundance. It could be an abundance of health. It could be an abundance of food in your fridge. It could be an abundance of coins in your wallet. It could be an abundance of laughter you've had today. It doesn't have to be financial abundance, but here's the point is that if you start to recognize the abundance around you, you will attract more abundance. And when I started to do the shift, when I caught myself getting into lack, guess what? Today I woke up to a notification that money was on its way to me, uh, that I completely forgot about. A payment had come through from a client I completely forgot about. And then two tickets got sold today for shift. So I'm like, there you go. So now with that kind of foundation of abundance is not an end goal, it's a starting point, and money is a feminine energy, let's dive in to the six habits to increase your income, shall we? Habit number one. This one's probably gonna sound, I don't know if the word controversial is right, that's not quite the right word, but kind of counterintuitive maybe to what you've heard. And I'm calling it the I want exercise. Most law of attraction books, and even myself, 
will tell you to be in the being energy. I have it, I am it, the embodiment of it. But <laughs> there is a time and place for I want. And let me tell you why. Well, actually, let me back up. What you don't want to get into is I want from a space of lack. I want this thing. I don't have it. I want, you know, a new computer. I want a new client. I want um, to get my kitchen renovated. But my God, that's never going to happen. You know, we don't want you to get into that space. Here's where we want, me to, want you to get into is the I want from the possibility space. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but most of you out there listening are blocking yourselves by not asking for what you want. Let me explain. Last year in 2021, my theme for the year was believe bigger. And I was like, all right, I'm going to believe bigger, you know, bigger goals, um, all that kind of stuff, right? Self-explanatory. I caught myself though in not asking bigger. It's hard to believe bigger when you're not asking bigger. Most of us are afraid to ask for what we want because we cut ourselves off before we even give ourselves the opportunity to ask. So we go unconsciously, we go, oh my God, that'll never happen for me. Um, or I'll never get that love of my life or I'll never have, um, I don't know, the promotion or I'll never be able to get that car that I desire. or I'll never be able to lose the weight, whatever it is, is we go into the, that'll never happen for me. Right? So I want, here's what you're going to do. You're going to open your journal, or even if you're driving in the car, maybe after you log off of this and, and you just go, what do I want? What do I want? So see what's happening here. It's not I want from, oh, I don't have it. It's, ooh, this is getting me excited. So you can switch that word I want to something maybe that works better for you. If you're finding I want gets you into the lack, then you can maybe say I desire or I'm calling into my energy now or I have, you can go all, all into the acting as if, um, but whatever resonates with you, or I know this is a possibility for me, or what if I were to go on vacation this winter? What if I were to get the new siding on the house? What if I were to have the beautiful garden next summer? I don't know, I'm making stuff up. Let me know what do you want, okay? That's number one. To go along with that is an awesome mantra that I love, which is, it's my time and I'm ready for the next step. It's my time and I'm ready for the next step. That one I love, Denise Duffield Thomas says it all the time. It's my time and I'm ready for the next step. So embrace that one, take it, and let yourself know that if the desire is there, it's available to you. Next is if you want to grow your abundance, if you want to grow your income, here's something that might surprise you is reaffirming to yourself that it's safe. What do I mean by that? For most of us, on a very subconscious level, we believe that there will be some sort of pain inflicted with growing our income. Now, I know that might sound like, what, Emily? I would love to grow my income, thank you very much. <laughs> But sometimes we have unconscious beliefs about what it means to grow our income. And we might think that, okay, yeah, I can double my revenues this month, or yeah, I can get 10 more closings, you know, this month, um, or sorry, this year. But, but on a subconscious level, we go, oh my God, but I'm going to burn myself out. 
or, oh, I'm going to lose all my creativity, or, oh my God, I'm going to have no time with my family, or um, will this person be envious of me if I have 10 more closings before the end of the year? Will that make someone upset with me? Will that make someone jealous of me? So we have these subconscious stories around it being unsafe to grow. And that's why you hear sometimes people say, I'm afraid of success, right? Which sometimes has me go, wait a minute, <laughs> like that doesn't make sense, but it does, right? So we want to tap into, it's safe, it's safe. And so how you do that is using a method called, called emotional freedom technique. I won't get into it now for the sake of time and it's a whole other, whole other topic, but highly recommend looking up Brad Yates, Y-A-T-E-S on YouTube, and looking up some of his videos around tapping for money, tapping for abundance, tapping for success, right? If you just YouTube that, you'll find some lovely tapping scripts and tapping videos to help you work through the safety of the growth, okay? Because here's the thing, here's a little story is that this morning I was out for a walk and I was listening to my Million Dollar Woman affirmations. As I was listening to these affirmations, it was very interesting where my back kind of got up and I was like, oh, no, you don't want more money, you don't like, and I was like, what, what is happening here? And I realized that on a subconscious level, my brain has started to believe that more growth beyond what I have now is gonna cause more harm than good to me personally. Right? So I, I just had to go back to, it's safe. Emily, it's safe for you to grow. You are protected, you are supported, money loves you. It's safe. It's safe for me to grow. It's safe for me to step into the next level. It's safe for me to make more money. It's safe for me to be supported by money. Ooh, I feel like that one for some of you is gonna be, it's gonna hit home. It's safe for me to be supported by money. So number three, it's gratitude before you see the thing. Ah, and there's kind of two parts to this gratitude thing, or at least like celebration or what have you. So gratitude before you see the thing. So we, the cool thing is we can trick our brains into believing that we already have the thing without having the thing. So when you're out on your drive, driving is a great time to do it because here's the thing, when we're, when we're in the car driving, we go into a trance. That's why we go, get from point A to B and having no idea how we got, we're like, what? I, your body does all the things unconsciously. So it's a great time for you to start to tap into the gratitude of it already being here because your brain is in a good state to do so. All right. Um, but here's a funny one around gratitude-ish slash praise that I want to share. It's uh, what I call poop in the potty gratitude. <laughs> Poop in the potty gratitude, yep. What do I mean by poop in the potty gratitude? Anyone here who has kids or nieces or nephews or grandkids or what have you, babysat kids before, you know that with kids, you need to praise the crap out of the, the good stuff that they do. And when they do things that are to their detriment or to their harm or aren't so great, we, you kind of like dumb it down, you know, play it, low a little like if they like fall and hit themselves you're not like oh oh my god you're just like oh it's all right you know get up but if they poop in the potty and you are potty training you praise the shit out of that 
No pun intended. They poop in the potty. You were like, oh, amazing job. So good. You did it. Blah, blah, blah. Right? This is what we need to do with ourselves. Is because as humans, and I'm guilty of this, we have the terrible habit of overemphasizing the bad and underemphasizing the good. And we need to flip it around. We need to overemphasize the good. So when you do the smallest little thing, you celebrate the heck out of that. And when something quote unquote bad goes wrong or maybe not your way, no big deal, right? Nothing to it, (laughs) okay? Oh, I wanna share a quote as well with the gratitude thing from Joe Dispenza's book, uh, Break the Habit of Being Yourself. He says, can you give thanks and feel the elevated emotions associated with a desired event before it occurs? Can you imagine that reality so completely that you begin to be in that future life now? Right? It's like, ah, and you can. You can give thanks and feel the elevated emotions associated with a desired event before it occurs. You can. All right, number four. Oh, sorry, I only have five things. I don't have six things. Number four um, is... Is what I ask myself when I get up in the morning is, God, what's my million dollar idea today? That's it. Easy peasy. Why? Because here's the thing is that I know that not every single day, God, universe, source is going to be like, here's your million dollar, million dollar idea. Go run with it. Go make a million dollars today. But I'm setting the intention of calling in the awareness, the circumstances, the ideas, the people to have a million dollar business, right? Um, a million dollar days, a million dollar months and that kind of stuff. So it's like you're calling in that energy. So maybe million is far-fetched for you. So maybe it's just like you change a million to whatever suits you. But for me, it's like, God, what's my million dollar idea today, right? Okay, and last but not least, This one, some of you guys are going to be like, womp, womp, not going to do that one, Emily. And I get it because it definitely can maybe be, I don't want to say discouraging, but not the most motivating thing initially. And it's this, track your money every day for 30 days or to start maybe seven days to keep it simple. Money tracking wakes you up to what you're available for and not available for. This is not an opportunity. This is not the time to judge. I know it can be easy and it's kind of like, uh, you know, ego is just ready to dive in there and judge you and tell you why you suck and you should be making more and why do you have so many days with zeros or whatever. This is simply for awareness, okay? So if you track your money for seven days and... Some of you out there may be listening who are who work um, salary jobs, so you're not responsible for your own income. That's okay. Track if that's you. Track things that are that are of value in your life. So maybe somebody gives you a gift card. Maybe somebody offers to pick your kids up from school, and that's a huge perk to you. Things that that bring value into your life. Okay, but for those of us out there that are entrepreneurs and are, are responsible for making our own money. Track your money every day, and it can be a hugely beneficial exercise because it gives you really incredible awareness around your money, 
straight up and your sales. And like I said earlier, what you're available for and what you're not available for. And I know when I've done this in the past and I've seen, you know, a few days go on where it's like zero, zero, zero. I'm like, okay, we need to change my strategy around a little bit, you know? So once again, it's not for judgment. It's not for shame. It's not for blame. It's just awareness. And what would I like to be different? What would I like to see different? And then checking in with life events like, was my child sick this week? Um, was I on my period? Um, were we traveling? What was going on? And that way you can kind of be proactive going forward on how to keep the income coming in when life happens. And that is it for today's episode of the Jolly Good Day Show. Thank you for being here. I love hearing from you guys, getting your feedback. So do shoot me a message on Instagram uh, at emilyking.ca. And if you enjoyed this, I would love a review. And we'll see you again on the next show. Bye.